and welcome to the fourth episode of our podcast. Be quiet, Tiffany! Yes. I am, um, we just talked about this. I am the official um, stage manager slash technical um, director of this podcast because I connect the mic into the phone. And Griffin is the R&D. He does all the research, which is... Mm -hmm. um, pulling up the Wikipedia page because we can't remember this episode. We watched it like a week ago <laughs> and then as usual, I fell asleep and then we just forgot about it. But this episode was definitely iconic. This was the homophobic episode. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, should we get into it or should we like, because we were thinking about like, you know, sometimes we should also talk a little bit about our lives and um, yeah. you should get to know us. Get to you know your hosts. Us. Um, I'm sure, like, anyone who listens right now probably knows us. Uh, we know that we have one official listener, which is my sister. Hello. Hi, Savin. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Um, we hope there's one, more than one mm-hmm. in the end of this. Um, but, yeah, what have you been up to today? Um, I, uh, well, our apartment building. We have a little... Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> we... It, it's it's in shambles. Um, no, we have a little foyer area um, with a little table where everyone puts their mail. Yeah. And it nobody organizes it. They just put their shit everywhere. Um, yeah, there's no like organization of like what letter goes into what number. And there's quite a few apartments in this building. And literally people will just... If they get, like, junk mail or whatever, instead of throwing it away, they'll just leave it there. And so there's literally just stacks of letters. So guess what I did? I went and bought organizers. And not just organizers. Muji organizers. Muji organizers. Muji, Muji organizers. I assembled them, I put them out, and I got several text messages and a phone call from the old lady who has lived in our apartment since Mm -hmm. it's been built saying thank you. A single mom works to a job. Mm-hmm. So that's me. That's what I've done today. Great. Uh, I also friendly. sent it to my mom, and my mom's like, he is such an organized boy. I'm like, I know. Um, I try. You try. Uh, yeah, I've been trying this life of being a freelancer for this month, and it's quite scary but quite exciting. Um, in the beginning of the month, I was um, I did some background um, acting in a film um, and they ended up just needing me for three days and I've basically told all my other jobs that I don't I can't work this month so I've just been at home doing freelance stuff and it's so nice to just not have any commitments and just take time for yourself and Isn't it? focus on acting and creativity the, the problem is though because I am a full-time freelancer as well the problem yeah. is I've, I've been telling Shauna is that when things start rolling in is that there's so many things yeah like you're can't gonna wait have for to, that day <laughs> it will happen though yeah you have to you'll have to like start saying no to things I'm bad at that yeah well I actually I well I sent in an application for a concert and they got back to me and told me that they were interested that's true I don't yeah, know when but <laughs> at one at point, point in this year it's an ongoing um concert series thing. yeah so. and they were like uh let me know like let us know if you're available i'm like i am literally available every day of the year <laughs> um i have no plans in my life um call me up and i'll be there uh yeah so that's i guess a, a good good thing that mm-hmm. i have to hear but yeah 
it's scary, but it takes and it takes a few months to kind of like get the ball rolling, and you kind of need to know what you're going to focus on. But hopefully, as you say, as soon as you're mm -hmm. out there, you can like yes have it. But in the meantime, we're just going to record a podcast. Um, we are. We're going to focus on if anyone wants to sponsor us. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, um, we have three listeners. If anyone, <laughs> uh, you know, better help, um, Audible, anyone. Um, we are open for. <laughs> open for business. Open, open for, for business. suggestions. <laughs> thoughts, thoughts. Prayers. Um, Anyways. Well, let's see what the seven remaining girls on Top Model Cycle One are up to. Also, cycles, not seasons, because. They have to be different. Hashtag different. Hashtag different. Da, da, na, na, na. You want to be on top? Well, I haven't got there yet. Jonna oh. was singing this, and I'm like, what is that? She's like, and you haven't it's seen the theme song for the show. I have not like, seen what? any of the yeah. show. The the first season. I don't know when the like official theme song comes and gets introduced, but <laughs> the, the first season, they just like... There's like a little bit of a melody, but it's not, it's not the song. I just know the iconic exit music, which is the same music as the intro to like the first season or two of Wife Swap. Okay. Yeah, that's how I know Interesting. it. Interesting. Trivia. Add to that, maybe. So the girls um, were acting in this episode. <gasps> yes, with an acting coach. They get taken to this like New York... The, like Upright Citizens Brigade is probably performed there. Um, it, it's like a black box. Like a little black box. Um, it was, uh, yeah, it was cool. And the, the teacher as well, you could tell, like, she was like, she was an acting coach. Yeah. I was afraid, because always when, you know, anyone has to do acting, like, mm -hmm. on TV, um, they always, like, make fun of acting classes and stuff. And yeah. they always bring in, like, the weirdest fucking teacher. And mm -hmm. they have her, like... They have them be like birds or whatever, but she seemed quite chill. Yeah, yeah. I think because it is serious with modeling, like you need to have some acting ability. Yeah. So I did appreciate that. I can't. Do you remember if the girls were good? Uh, God, can you remind me of the names? The quote unquote plus size girls. She was Robin. Good. Robin. They liked Robin. She was very real. Um, Robin one. Robin one. Yeah. They, oh, they, okay, it's, they had a cold reading challenge. Oh, in front of the judges. Yeah, as like a, right. to, to win the, to win the, that challenge of the episode, yeah. which is, I don't think is very, very nice, because cold reading is hard even for actors. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah. Um, so, uh, oh, and then they're like, okay, the winner is going to get a spa day, and you're like, oh, that's nice, and then they have the spa treatment. <laughs> In the in the apartment in the penthouse, while they made all the losing girls clean the house Which in is front of them, not very relaxing. Like my theory, we talked about this. My theory is that this fucking penthouse that they're all crammed into, they didn't have the budget to have like actual cleaners come in. They they just assumed that the girls would clean, and they didn't. <laughs> um, and Adrian was like, "This is a mess." And I think the producer was like, fuck, we have to, like, <laughs> add into the challenge that the losing girls have to clean because, like, no one's going to clean this fucking place. So the situation was that the, was it three girls or two girls? Yeah, three girls got their spa treatment. In the fucking living room. Yeah. Like, they just, like, pulled out one of these benches and, like, these spa mm -hmm. people came in. So it wasn't even a spa. It was, like, a massage. Yeah. 
And but it was like next to someone fucking vacuuming. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't very relaxing at all. And some of the girls like didn't want to clean either. Like they were being lazy. Like some of them were like yeah. on it. And they're like, yeah, let's get it together. And then some were like, wanna... so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's her name? The blonde girl who uh, didn't want to clean. Giselle. Giselle. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was Giselle, not the blonde girl. She was like, it's on her. And then she like walked, when they were finished with their massage, mm-hmm. she was one of the girls who lost. She like walked up to one of the massage people and she was like, can you just do my back? And I'm like, you didn't win! And that like set Ebony off. She was like, you gotta be mm-hmm. fucking kidding me. And she was like, excuse me! And they just like went into a full fight. I'm on Ebony's side. I'm always on Ebony's side. Yeah. But she was like... Justice for Ebony. Justice for Ebony. She was like, what the... F-? Like... No, no, no. The challenge was, if you lost, you were supposed to clean. You didn't even clean. And then you have the audacity to ask for a massage. Very messy. But now the penthouse is officially clean for another mm-hmm. week. Um, which is good, because that very night, uh, Ebony wanted to have a special guest over her girlfriend, Ka. Which is scripted. And so, oh, absolutely, because why would you just invite your partner there? That's strange. Are you even allowed to, like, invite someone to set? Like, they're supposed to be, like, disconnected from the world. Yeah. So, um, she goes up to the girls and is like, hey, like, are you okay with me having my girlfriend here? And the Christian girls, (laughs) one of them, I don't remember who now, so I don't want (laughs) to, you know, point any fingers, but, like, one of, watch the episode. (laughs) <laughs> one of the girls you know was like well I'm not okay with it but I'm not gonna judge you so whatever and but the other girls were like well according to the bible it is wrong and she was like I respect you but I just don't want you to bring this into our house and I was like mm. like she's not bringing the fucking plague but so she's 2003 she's bringing her girlfriend although I have granted I haven't lived in America in a long time it's, it's still like that yeah in, most places um but she brought her over anyway oh here we go um oh and uh shannon and robin um didn't even like come out to say hi they literally stayed in their rooms reading the bible (laughs) it showed it was shots of it yeah a shot of her being in bed yeah reading the bible (laughs) while the gay girl was it was pretty uh uh, it's pretty (laughs) weird and hypocritical (laughs) um it was pretty, girl. You're pretty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's a great word. Uh, uh, yeah, it was funny. And then on the show, um, oh, I did say like, oh, they're not going to show um, lesbian kiss. kissing. Oh, we were like, is the kiss going to happen? But um, then they did. They did show. It was a fast yeah. one. It wasn't like making out. Yeah. And they weren't even talking about the fact that they were probably having sex because... It's one night. You haven't seen them for weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, but at least we got a little kiss. Oh, and um, Adrian and Elise were both really nice. And I think it's because they're also queer. And they're like, yes! <laughs> that was the theory. Yeah. Yeah. And Adrian was like, all of my friends are gay. I don't care. I'm like, bestie, <laughs> I think you're gay too. Not Maybe not. But she, she, she was like very interested in the fact that she was bringing in her girlfriend. Yeah. 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 So, you know, we're going to look that up. 
later on, see where they all are, if they have boyfriend girlfriends or whatever's mm. happening. Sh- oh, in the I don't remember this, but in the Wikipedia it says Shannon later apologized to Ebony for coming across as bigoted and even admitted herself that she will have to become more tolerant of people if she wanted to make it in modeling and fashion. Good for her. Good for her. Don't remember that part, but Um so this week, they did a commercial, because this episode was sponsored by Fresh Look Contact Lenses. This was when colored contacts were, like, invented. Wow. So, to be wow. fair. I mean, I'm sure they've been around for a long time, but, yeah. you know. Um, and so they had to use their, like, acting abilities. But it, I th- it's really... What does contact lessons, lenses have to do with that? It was colored contacts. I don't know. And they had to, <laughs> they had to say... <laughs> With colored contacts. Of course. You too can act. If it was normal contact lenses. You well, couldn't act. No. Um, I don't remember this part. They, I, I, I blocked that out. They had to... Yeah, they had to come in and um, wear the colored contacts and say the lines. Like, with fresh lip contacts, you too can... Oh, yeah, Whatever. it was like a little commercial. That yeah. was kind of the acting part of it. And you had to be, like, cute, cutesy. Mm-hmm. Um, some people did it very well. Some yeah. people did not. Ebony, unfortunately, couldn't do it. No, I was um, surprised. She was very awkward because she's, like, she's so sweet and, like, had a beautiful smile. And they all said that. But she, the way that she would, I think she was trying too hard. She mm. was so set on, like, doing well. Yeah. That she just came off as like overly, I don't know, excited, like a little bit fake almost. Mm-hmm. And like those kind of commercials just needs to be like effortless. Especially if you're a model hired to do a commercial, you're supposed to just look pretty, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, it's, it's, an, they are going to have models do stuff like that. And I guess you do yeah. need to have some of the acting ability um but they also like didn't really get a lot of coaching or reading I feel yeah. like again with these kind of things maybe it's just a f- the first season or maybe it's always like this but they get thrown in to these challenges and they're like well, well the girls just can't do it I'm like this Did is <laughs> this is yeah this is like a competition show but it's not like I, f- I feel like it's not a competition show where they're supposed to be coming in as polished professionals. They're supposed yeah. to be coming in to learn how to be the next top model. Yeah. Especially in the beginning of the t- like show. Yeah. You know, it's first season. But, oh, well, who did well in this challenge? Um, I don't remember. Giselle, right? No. Ca- uh, no, no, they hated Giselle. Oh, um, they hated Giselle. Kissy. 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 Uh, Is her name Kissy? Yeah. I don't think I've ever, like, uttered her name until now. Yeah, it's spelled Kessie, but they always say Kissy. Kissy's the one with the too many teeth, right? That they said. They're like, uh, your smile's too big, and you have too many teeth, and Janice... No, or Janet, Sh- that was whatever. Shannon. Shannon. She was like, oh, maybe she should remove some of them. I'm like, how do you even do that? How is that? Janice Dickinson says all kinds of weird Janice shit. Janice is weird. She was like, too many, too many teeth. And she was like, "How do you, if you remove teeth, like you're just gonna have gaps?" Yeah, I don't. I've no. I don't idea. know. Um, confusion. Adrian, they didn't like her accent because she's from Chicago. <laughs> she said passion. Passion. 
Yeah. And they're like, do you hear yourself? She's like, yeah. Yeah. And she just kept saying, passion. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They, uh, uh, so they go into the, the judging. Yeah, Janice Dickinson is mean. Um, oh, they were mean to, they were mean to Robin. They're always so mean to Robin. Yeah. And, um, I wrote, uh, I did take a couple notes on this episode. I wrote that I expected Janice just to tell Robin to not be fat. Because she always <laughs> says things like, like, she just looks too whatever. Like, I just, you know, just a plus size model for me isn't working here. And Tyra's always the one who's like, she represents every woman in America. Yeah. And Janice is always like, she just shouldn't be fat. And she's not she, even. Literally, like, I, 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 I see no difference. Like, I, I just can't... Like, we've, we've had moments when we're like, which one is the plus size again? Yeah. Is it her or her? Because, like, mm-hmm. they look, like, kind of the same size. It's yeah. just ridiculous that they would even imply. I think maybe her butt is slightly bigger yeah. than some other girls. But that's, like, not plus size. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not what that is. Yeah. Ebony lost, but Janice was also really mean to Ebony. She literally... Do you remember when... When they were they were critiquing Ebony and Janice Dickinson was like, that was just the worst reading I've ever heard. It was just truly awful. You were just horrible in it. I could not stand a single thing about it. Like she went in for her. It was she's on drugs. I think Tyra's on drugs too because um, there was one part as well um, where Tyra was just giving the readings to people when they were in the judging. She's like, yeah, that wasn't good. Here's what it's supposed to sound like. With fresh lip contact lenses, you too can be amazed. And she just gives the... Oh, and she gave herself directions. She was like, sad Tyra. (laughs) She's excited Tyra. My contact lenses. And it was just really awkward. And I was like, I looked at you and I was like, is she she narcissistic? (laughs) She loves herself. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Yeah, and I feel... Oh, God. Ebony, like, she... She's my babe. Like... Because I know... I just feel so bad for her because they, she's like an overachiever. Like, mm-hmm. that's kind of her whole storyline in this TV show that she, whenever she gets critiqued, she just like goes like manic about it. Like, mm-hmm. they critiqued her about her skin and she like started to like oil her body up like every day and like just do everything so that her skin would shine. And, and yeah. Same with this commercial. They were like, try harder, try harder. And she's like, ah! and then she just gives too mm. much. And it's so heartbreaking for the judges to just call her harsh, which yeah. is like such a stereotype. And it's just like, no, she's not harsh. She is just so fucking hard on herself. Mm-hmm. And she just like over tries to do everything. Yeah. Right. She's and really passionate. And it's so heartbreaking. Like, spoiler alert, she was eliminated. And like, she just couldn't even be in the room. Like, when she was a little bit, she just left. And she was so freaking disappointed in herself. Yeah. And I'm like, this is what got you sent home. Mm-hmm. Like, the exact thing that you're, like, doing right now is what sent you home. Yeah, there's a level of, like, self-critique and yeah. a level that you need to be at to, like, be hard on yourself. But yeah. not to your own detriment. And, like, I think you and me, because we're in the musical theater industry, mm-hmm. and, like... and in the dance industry somewhat like this is such a common thing Mm -hmm. that like we see all the time people who are like so fucking in to win it in it to win it and they just like become 
obsessive yeah like it just turns out to not be authentic and they just don't have fun with it which Mm -hmm. is just so sad yeah and like i found myself in these situations too but like Mm -hmm. i think the, the healthiest approach to like having a creative career is to not take yourself so damn seriously because like you're just gonna like dug your own hole mm-hmm. and then just be stuck in it a good lesson for any creative people listening to absolutely. us absolutely don't take yourself too seriously one thing i have to mention from earlier in the episode is when giselle wasn't wanting to clean and they were um <laughs> important e- part of the episode ebony was like going off on her and yeah. giselle was literally stood right behind her and ebony <laughs> didn't notice and the camera just zooms in on giselle like they're on the office she's like the woman was too stunned to see <laughs> she was just so shocked that like gossiping was happening right in front of her and then, like, Ebony was trying to just play it off. She was like, yeah, you're having this conversation right in front of you. <laughs> but she was clearly just talking shit behind yeah. um, her back about Giselle. And Giselle was like, oh. <laughs> That was a great moment. Mm. Great um, camera person. With Ebony name. out now, who... Is, oh, by the way, Elise, gotta mention her again, because she always looks stunning. And she always wins. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think she, with Ebony out, Elise is my new frontrunner. Yeah, I think uh, Elise is, is going to have a good shot at winning. Mm-hmm. Um, see, Giselle has a bad attitude, but like I said last episode, I think she is stunning. Like, yeah. I would, like, ask the casting director, if she didn't have a bad attitude, I would, like, book her for jobs because she mm-hmm. has this kind of, like, natural... The thing that Ebony didn't, kind of the effortless, sexual, just, like... She's just like desirable, mm-hmm. like, and I think that like as a model, that's like golden to have. Yeah. Um, and she's she never like tries too hard. She's just effortless mm-hmm. in what she does. So if she like gets her shit together and start being nice to people, I think she has a shot. Yeah, I um, think um, Robin has a bad attitude, but other than that, I think um, Janice Dickinson would kill herself before she let a plus-size girl win America's <laughs> Next Top Model. Also, like, Robin, if you're gonna be in the model industry, you have to, like, be okay with gay people. <laughs> like, that's, like, the number one. Like, you're gonna work with so many gay men. Mm-hmm. Like, those are gonna be your closest Yeah, what about when Jay Alexander is on there? Do you think that yeah. they're, like... like, are you okay with him? Yeah. And, like, and like all of your stylists, not all of your stylists, that is very stereotypical of me to say, but you know what I mean? Like, wait till Raja's on there. I'm excited for the Raja <laughs> oh, my season. God, when's Raja coming? Sutan. Ra- Raja sorry, is, he's, um, he's a, a boy drag queen. On this. Um, a drag queen who previously was a makeup artist mm-hmm. and used to work on American Next Top Model, which yeah. is very exciting. Sutan Amrul. I th- I don't know what seasons. Season three? Yeah, it's that pretty sounds early. Fun. On. No, he's on season three of Drag Race. Is that my. Anyways. But it must be early. Well, yeah. Yeah, the Christian girls, like, y'all, like, I respect your religion and everything, but, like, if you're going to enter an industry like the model industry, like, yeah, y'all got to get with the program. Yeah. And just keep that shit to yourself. Like, uh-huh. shut the fuck up. There's a time like, and a place. There is a time and a place. And if you want to read your Bible, you do that, but don't comfort. Don't, like, exp- you know, yeah. express those kind of views yeah i think but that's just me mm-hmm. um six, yeah six girls it. left 
Six girls left. We're getting close to the end. We're close. I don't know what the finale... Don't tell me. I don't want to spoil it. I don't know what the finales are like. If it's like a a top three or... And then they... I don't know. No. The only thing I remember... Not spoiling, but like the winning girl always gets to do a photo shoot with Tyra, which is quite fun. Oh, cool. That's good. But that's all I remember from like the finale. Mm -hmm. Um, I I don't know if this is going to happen in this season, but I know that they had like one of those challenges where they have to do um what's it called like fittings around new york and they have mm. like a limited amount of time and they have to like get into cabs and like oh i love that run around and i'm yeah. like that is realistic because that's what models do they just have mm-hmm. to like go to like auditions and fittings and yeah be all over the place yeah and just like be ready like look great even though you like ran up the stairs mm-hmm. so that's gonna be fun yeah. Um, anyways, it's been 25 minutes, so we should end this. Well, these episodes are getting longer. I know. We're just getting more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll see you for the next episode. Um, do you have anything else to say? Uh, that, that is it. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you. Uh, to Be quiet, Tiffany. <laughs> Hopefully, you have learned something from this. I think so. Like Tiffany. Okay, bye. Bye.